already. I remember when it was week one and it was 80 degrees, sunny, and we started out the year with a loss as we've seen Ugh. so many of this year. Yeah, that's why we got to travel tonight well, because <laughs> nothing local's any good. So we're going up the Warren again because we're going for the guaranteed victory. Or at least the boast we're going to get tonight. But week nine already. So playoffs are coming. Basically, they start tonight for a, a lot of teams because if you lose now, you're done. Um, huge one in Stark County tonight. Probably not so much for playoffs because both teams probably will make it. Um, but just because they're right, they're close to each other. But Kent McKinley, uh, number four in Region 1, they're 7-1. and one. They're at Maslin Perry, who's 7-1, and one, number four, in the gauntlet of a Region 5 oh in goodness. Division 2. Oh, my goodness. Um, Perry's won the last four in this in this series. McKinley screwed this up last year when they had a chance to yes, play Maslin did. undefeated. Yes, they did. But don't have to worry about that. But... Perry, I think, beats him again. I'm still not impressed with McKinley. Yeah, they're not good on either side of the ball as far as their offensive and defensive lines because they proved that by allowing Warren to go up and down the field on them. And the only thing that really cost that game for the Raiders was the, the penalties in the fourth quarter where they were constantly in third and 15, third and 20, and... I mean, you just you can't win that way. And that the officiating basically kept Warren from winning that game. Um, there's a 100-point alert tonight. And this is, this is funny because you would never think – and this actually won't be 100, but we just like – we like calling it the 100-point the alert of the week. And it's, it's with a team that a lot of us would love to see 100 points scored on. It won't happen. But Louisville – gets to make the first trip since being an independent to Paul Brown Tiger Stadium oh, tonight. This is this is going to be I forgot about this game. And this is going to get out of control. Yeah, I think they kind of This will this be at is, least in yeah, the 50s. This, this is not good. I Look, Louisville's been playing better. Um, and they But they they had to go teams. to double overtime to beat Mooney. So Yeah. Matt, this is going to end Matt, this is going to get out of control. Maslin is going to absolutely destroy They're going to Maslin them. <laughs> yeah. They're going to Maslin them. I, I don't see this. Look, this is going to be like last year's game where they won there 42 to what? 42 to nothing? 42 to 7? Uh, I don't see that changing. Uh, Maslin will destroy them. This If this is a game, I'll be shocked. This It's probably because they switched uniforms. This won't be a game. Yeah, I, I can't see it. Uh, Fitch three and five at Boardman three and five. This got some interest just because it's a rivalry game, and it's always a good, solid rivalry game. Uh, Fitch is reeling because they've lost five straight. Boardman, I, I'll be honest, I think Boardman's got an advantage because he got a great offense. They're better than Fitch offensively, and they're both probably evenly matched as far as that goes. So, but I'm going to go with Boardman because I believe this game's at Boardman. Yes. I, I like Boardman in this game. Their quarterback is definitely playing at a high level for local teams. They got great receivers, tall, tall, lanky receivers. I like I like Boardman by by ten points tonight. Uh Hubbard, six and two, number five in region thirteens at Poland, six and two, number four in Poland. region thirteen. Poland tonight. Poland? Yeah, I like Poland because you know, maybe Hubbard's got some athletes. 
but Poland plays well at home, even when they're not the better team. And there's a lot of tradition here, but but they are very good running the football, and they a lot of the play action pass that they've been good at in the past. They're, they're about the same this year. I know they run spread, but they're a good play action pass team. They don't run a pass play. They just run play action. So I, I've got to believe they're probably going to win this game tonight. A close game, but they'll win it. South Range, 5-3, number 10 in Region 17 at Struthers, 6-2, number 6 in Region 13. South Range pulled the upset on Girard a couple weeks ago, but... Struthers is playing really good Yes, I was just going to say, Struthers, they're... they're, And they're very battle-tested. You know, those two losses are against teams with great combined records. So, I like Struthers in this game, and I like Struthers relatively easy tonight. Akron Kenmore Garfield's four and four. They're at Salem, who's six and two, number eight in Region Thirteen. Salem, of course, must win out to have any opportunity. I just this this is a, this is interesting. This is interesting because, because Kenmore Garfield they're battle tested. Well, they played. Great they opponents. did beat Beaver Local. Yes, and I think Beaver Local is every bit as good, every bit as decent as Salem. So, I don't. It, this could this this, this could, could go either way. This could do anything. Yeah, it, this one because first of all, uh, Kenmore Garfield, they play a lot of the Akron City Schools. They play they play, you know, they play solid competition in the Akron, which is much better than here, um, as far as the 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 mid level talent, the mid level division talent like Division three and Division four and five and so forth. So this game, I with with. The combined Garfield and Kenmore, which still boggles the mind that they've been less than average. Um, I still like Salem to get it at home, but I think this game is going to tell you what Salem is really going to be. Whether they're a playoff team or, you know, if they win convincingly, then you know they've they've progressed. If this game is close, then you're going to see what a, what a schedule can do for you to get you to six wins after eight games. And that's, that's what I think there. Ursuline, one and seven at Mooney, four and four, who's number 10 in Region 13. Let me tell you, Ursuline's offensive and defensive lines are very good for a one and seven football team. We watched them in Warren last month, kind of manhandled the Raiders there for a while. This game is going to be very interesting. Ursuline scores, Ursuline plays defense. Ursuline's really good at beating themselves. Oh, yes, that's what cost them a good time. I'm going to surprise everybody. I like Ursuline in this game tonight because you've slowly started to see this team turn it around, okay? I like Ursuline tonight, and I like them by a touchdown. I like them in this game 35-28 to 28 because I think they're just getting better and better. It might not be showing on the scoreboard, but you could clearly see each week that they're getting better. I like Ursuline in an upset tonight, if you could call it that. Uh, big game here. Western Reserve seven and one, number eight in Region Twenty One at Springfield eight and zero, oh, number two in Region Twenty One, and listed as the number three team in the state in Division Six. Or yeah, Division Six, uh, which of course is inflated because they the haven't game? played where's full. It is at Springfield. Uh, I like Springfield. They're playing really well right now. Um, they're hard to beat at home. I mean, I, I would say Springfield. I mean, they, they, they have a nice-looking football team this year. 
Um, offensively, definitely. Defense, I, I haven't seen. Most of the games have been blowouts, so, you know, shutouts, stuff like that. So, I would say Springfield tonight. Marlington, 6-2, and two, number 10, Region 9. Wow. You know, in years past, At this, this was a... This was a West Branch dominated rivalry. This game's always close. Yes, it is. And this will be. This will be no different tonight. This will be a close game. I think the thing we that have separates went, we have went tackling. to too many of these. Yes. Over ten years, and even when one of the teams sucks, it's still a game. And West Branch seems to play their best games when when Marlington is superior. They seem to play their best games at Marlington. So well, this game's and that's is in Beloit. So this is not I'm, at Marlington. I'll be honest with you. I I like Marlington in a route tonight. I do, just because it's being played at home. Now, I think the thing that makes this different is how Brock Hillier plays. Because he's had games where he's had multiple turnover football games because he's had to do more. And tonight probably is not going to be any different. If they can get a running game going that doesn't particularly involve him, then this will be a game. But if not, Marlington has played a good enough schedule to prepare them at the end of the year and have lots of talent. So I'm going to go Marlington easy tonight. Latonia five and three, United three and five. Wow. United now down to the seventh string quarterback. Um, I, I believe it's, it's Tyler Lippiot yeah. will move from running back to quarterback. Oh, the quarterback will wear number forty tonight for United because they don't have anybody else. Your seventh string. Yes, you heard that right. Seventh string quarterback. This gives you an idea of what offensive line football is all about. <laughs> they probably will not throw a pass tonight. No, I can see this. This will be like my son earlier was trying to tell me. Um, I think tonight's game is a 42 to nothing shellacking tonight. No. No. At least no. 42. No. 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 I, I pick United. You think so? I'll go United. Okay, I'll take a sh- well. I'll take one shellacking, and you'll take the other. I'm not saying shellacking. I'll take United. I'll, I'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I, I and, hope you're right. And now coming up now, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, <laughs> it's our favorite it's, one. It's the Week Nine Donut, Donut Bowl. Bowl, and we will have a Week Woo-hoo! Ten. I have been scouting. There is a very good chance there will be a Week 10 Donut Bowl in the state of Ohio. So tune in next week for the fun of the Donut Bowl. And but, oh, go ahead. Sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. But tonight, the Week 9 Donut Bowl is Westlake 0-8 at Lakewood 0-8. Lakewood, wow. <laughs> and you know what? They... They get their talent stolen, and I mean from, literally oh, yeah. stolen from St. Ed's. Lakewood used in the '90s. Lakewood had a great football program, but then once St. Edwards you, started getting really good, that was the end. You pick one, I'll pick the other. Okay. Who who, who you got? Um, I'm gonna go with Lakewood. I'm going good. I was gonna go Westlake, okay, and I'll tell you go. why. I'll go Westlake because there's a Dave and Buster's there. Man, that's a tough <laughs> one. You're right. To win, Dave and Buster's wins them the Donut Bowl. Yeah, I think you're right. But nonetheless, the Week 9 Donut Bowl. Again, Westlake 0-8 at Lakewood 0-8. And again, there should be one next week in the battle of 0-9 teams to end the season. You know, it's, so it's sad. It will be so fun. I remember a night in Warren 28 years ago. It was in 1991. It was the night the scoreboard was dedicated and the new band shell was dedicated. And we played Lakewood that night. 
And Lakewood beat us on a long pass at the end of the game. Phil, you'll remember this game. You went to it with me. And they, we lost 29-27 to on the last flipping play of the game in that it was a beautiful night for football. And the Lakewood fans came in big numbers. I'll never forget that night. That was the only trip uh, Lakewood ever made. And then the Lakewood St. Ed's made one when you and I went. Uh, that one game in 2003, I think it was, or 2004. So, but that's the only two trips that the city of Lakewood has made to Warren, Ohio. So, nice little story there. Uh, and then you'll you'll love this one, West Toronto Prep. Yes, I'll get closer so you can hear it. West Toronto Prep from. Oh, Canada. I, this is how desperate we are. We had to. We wanted to see a winner. We had to get the record up to 500. So we had to come up here to see it happen. This is freaking ridiculous. West Toronto. Harding, 5-3, and three, 8, number 8 in Region 5. Have to win the next two games, and they should with, they, you know, with relative ease. Um, I don't know if this gets as ugly tonight as... I hope so, but this is not the same team that Harding played two years ago that they lost to Steve Arnold. Yeah, one of the greatest. The darkest. Oh my the God! You lose to a Canadian school. He should have been fired immediately. And we knew that. That's why we didn't come. That, oh my goodness! That was St. Joan of Arc or something. We stayed oh, away from Jesus. that. Now this is not that team. So that, that, but still, Steve, Steve, don't do it again. Please don't do it again. Like. What an embarrassment! They're, we're gonna, they're gonna, we're gonna have to listen to them wave a Canadian flag around. Steve, Steve, destroy them, Steve! Yes. Please, for crying out loud! Eesh. Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. the fact that you can't find an opponent in Ohio to play really disgusts me. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, like, you got plenty of teams. I understand you want to get a home game. I understand that. I get it. So you know what started this? Youngstown Ursuline back in the early 90s played a school called M.M. Robinson. And once that started, all these other Canadian teams decided they wanted to come over here to Ohio and start playing I remember that when Harding played M.M. Robinson yes. in 2003. Yes. And M.M. Robinson showed up with 24 players. Yes. And this was in Harding's heyday. They had 100 kids on the team. Yes. And at halftime, it was 70 to nothing. Yes. And they shortened the quarters to six minutes. Yes. Yeah, so Why bother at that point? Ridiculous. Why bother? Yeah, I mean, what kind of practice are you going to get? What kind of an effort? What kind of a, you know, I mean, if you're building confidence, yippee-skippy. But, you know, if you want to actually learn some fundamentals, that's a poor way of doing it. Well, this is a team you play the first week if you want to. Yes. If you want to get some rhythm going and you want to get some young kids on the field to get experience and whatnot, then play them. But play them in week one right. or two or, you right. know, something. Not now where you're trying. Now, this is what this is what hurt. This is what can really hurt Harding. Let's say they get into the six line in, in Region 5 and they get Mayfield and they dodge Hoban and Maslin in the first round. Basically, you've had two bye weeks to end the year where you haven't had to play anyone. So how battle-tested are you really going to – how focused are you really going to be at the end of the year? Exactly. I'd rather see Harding play Maslin week nine or something and have to actually play an opponent, and then, you know, you're battle-tested at that yeah. point. The problem is your two best opponents you've played, McKinley and Maslin, you played them in September 
August, August and September. So you don't really know how much Harding's improved because they haven't really had to show it. So the scheduling is a bit perplexing. Yeah, yeah I'm. you know, it's like we were walking out of that McKinley game in week one, and, you know, I'm sitting there talking about why we're playing these teams in Division One and Division Three, and this ass clown McKinley fan goes, "Well, you got to play them to be good." I says, "Well, I'm not telling you that we don't want to play you. We just week one and week three for a school like ours that has a 14,000 seat stadium. You should be coming to our place." So, you know, it's just when you hear ass clowns return fire like that, it just it makes your head want to explode. Yeah, there's no reason to play or like. To play these games this early in the year is ludicrous. Well, because again, now you're now you're stuck with where we are now, where there's nothing like you're no. playing West Toronto prep because yeah. you've already played it. Like yeah. you can't you can't find anybody else. And you could have played Maslin, okay? Maslin. Well, could they could have played, played anybody. Week they, seven or week eight or week nine. They could have done. They could have Harding could have played Louisville tonight. Yeah. You could have found a, an actual. And they open, tried. They've tried to schedule Louisville in the past, but they don't want any part of it. But yet they're going to go to Paul Brown tonight yeah, and get their basket. They're going to be a whatever. Sacrifice. But like be you, a freaking you, sacrifice. you couldn't find a team in the state of Ohio, you know, in this area to play. You had to play West Toronto Prep. Like, come on, this is them making Steve look good, in my opinion. This is a let's let's make Steve look like the team's getting better at the end of the year. When the team's not getting better, the opposition's getting worse. Yes. Uh, they'll win big tonight. At least they better, or else you're going to have two very pissed off people that are, that are sitting at this football game. Um, yeah, this this has got to be a blowout tonight. I mean, and you know they're going to win. They get points either way. They get points for a win, but nothing more. No secondary. No nothing. And so they've got to go out there and take care of business tonight. These are tune-up games to get your quarterback and your running back and your line some confidence. That's what you need tonight. This is what you want. This is what you get. And then you get Howland next week, which still, to me, um, playing at Howland's little shack of a stadium is ridiculous when you could easily make them the home team in Mollenkopf like they used to in the past. But, no, let's play in our little stadium, and then we'll pull out some, some baseball stands from the BOE League field and bring it up to 6,000. Woohoo! Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. All right, that wraps up the high school part. Per huge, 10 a.m. tomorrow. Some big games tomorrow. Well, yes. Of course, the the big one in the Columbus. One that I think really is the statement game in the conference. The statement game telling the rest of the conference, this place belongs to us. Right, Minnesota? Right, Penn State? Who almost got beat by that team up north. Yikes. So, of course, we'll do our touching up on that at 10 a.m. Go down through the high school games from tonight. Get into the get into the big games tomorrow. Of course, the Ohio State-Wisconsin is at noon. And then our postgame will follow Ohio State and Wisconsin. And there is a Helton watch going on at the moment. Clay Helton tonight could lose his job if he loses to Colorado. That is tonight. So those of you that want to see USC get beaten by Colorado, because it's always lovely to watch USC get beat by anybody, they play Colorado. He could be fired right after the game. 
So <laughs> hang on to your ass, Fred. This is going to get fun, real fun. But that'll that's a wrap. And like I said, we'll we'll see everyone tomorrow at. 10 a.m. for yes, the pre-game show. We will be rowing the boat tomorrow. Oh yes, the boat we're, boat rowing will con- will yes. commence. Canoes. Minnesota will be on upset watch. We are going for the Maryland Terrors. We are going to go canoeing on Lake Chargagagog, Chagugagog, Chaungaungamau. Yeah, what you said. So. Uh, we'll catch everybody at 10 o'clock tomorrow. Go Raiders. Please beat the Canadian team. Yeah, we don't Please. Even, we're not even going to call them by their name. No. They're just a Canadian. Please beat O Canada tonight, oh, please. Oh Canada. We should have wore American flag shirts. Right? <laughs> Damn it, we forgot. Too late. International. All six people that'll be here for the... That's there right. won't even be that many. We're going to bring it up to eight. Will they have a band? We're going to be bringing it up to eight. Will they have a band? Well, they probably they might have some old people with some ukuleles and shit. You know, this guy's car like in front of us has disco taillights. Did you yeah, notice I just that? I noticed that. They are flickering down the road in Warren. Maybe disco taillights. Maybe they're just using electricity. With and maybe he's tapping his brakes that fast. Wow. <laughs> that is pretty cool looking. Yes, disco is. taillights, folks. Yeah, We've we seen it all. Those meth lights. Actually, so <laughs> we call those meth. All right, everybody. If you're going to a game, should be another decent weather night. A little cold, but. No rain, no nothing crazy. So have a good night. We'll catch you all tomorrow at 10. Go Raid, as Toby would say, Go Raiders!